that's spoiler in time, folks. And if you're new to the show, uh, we have another show called Cord Killers where we figure out how to watch things. What are the services? What's coming out? And we watch them and we come here and we talk about them so we can be all spoilery. This week, we'll be talking about Westworld Season 4, Episode 5, What We Do in the Shadows Season 4, Episode 3, and Better Call Saul Episode 9. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Heck yeah, dude. I can't wait to dive in. If only it could be... Uh, a, a show that's uh, I don't know how to feel about. Let's talk about Better Call Saul, season four, episode nine. Uh, Brian, there are no bad episodes of Better Call Saul. Right, but mathematically, some must be less great than others. Wait, now this is conversation that you say when you don't like an episode. Were, were we not fans of Better? Whoa, I'm looking at two faces who are very about to break me some bad news about Better Call Saul. Okay, so last episode, <gasps> Better Call Saul, we knew we had to move. We had to move very, very quickly uh, uh, for reasons of clearing the run- runway and so on. Yeah. This one, we knew. I guess we're still clearing what runway it's like, Oh yeah. By the way, also they have to hurry up a breakup. She has to vanish with no explanation given. He has to suddenly become. Uh, we cleared the runway to watch an airplane taxi. And I guess it took off. Yeah. And then, you know, meanwhile, it's like, yeah, whatever. We saw him do the thing that he did, you know, uh, sitting in his constitution bathroom or whatever. This is the kind of episode that is going to be better binged. It's going to make perfect sense, and I'm not going to dislike it. I'm not going to look back and think this episode was a waste of time. Agree. Uh, But two things happened. One was it has been so breakneck and so good that it was bound to have to, for storytelling purposes, hit a lull, which I think is what this was. Yes. Uh, They also love to take story break chances. They love to play with the timeline, which they did by showing him in the mansion with the ties and that sort of stuff works great once it's paid off. But until it's paid off, I'm sitting here going like, okay, what are you doing Gilligan? Like, where, where am I going? Uh, and I think the third thing, and I I don't know if this affected you or not, Brian, I'm going to guess it didn't. I saw something about don't get spoiled on this episode of better call Saul blah, 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 from one of the showrunners on Twitter. And I was like, oh, well, we better watch this quick. And then the reveal was, of course, uh, that they break up. And thus, we understand why Kim might not be in Saul's future in Breaking Bad. Uh, but unfortunately, it felt, like, it felt like, to me, I was like, that's it? That's the big reveal? Like, okay. I mean, we've got a few episodes less. I'm, I'm betting we're getting more on Kim. Yeah, the... It, uh, you're correct. Uh, the most obviously uh, premeditated, uh, unstoppable force that had to have happened, some kind of break between the two, did indeed happen. Yeah. I just wish that Twitter wasn't cluttered up also with spoiler question mark. I don't know. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul talking about how they weren't supposed to know that they're in the show yet. Is that the false flag of like, oh, we're going to try to tell you this, then you'll think it happens this episode, but it doesn't. Whatever it is, it left me like, uh, hey, that's not milk. That's coconut milk in your soup. (laughs) 
you know. And I don't dislike coconut milk, but I was not expecting it to be in my soup. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Because okay. this is an awesome episode. This, like, it's a good episode. <laughs> That's a great. Let, I don't know that I thought it was the greatest episode. So it's certainly one of the best of Better Call Saul uh, because uh, season uh, three, one Bryce, and two had for the remainder episodes, of but. this segment, <laughs> I would like to refer you to my attorney, Tom Merritt. He'll be speaking on my behalf. I think he has a pretty fair understanding of what I saw and what I experienced. I mean, yes, a lot of things wrapped up, right? Mike and Nacho's dad had to have their thing. Kim and Saul had their thing. We had to go and get the, the memorial for Howard. We also get Gus dealing with the Salamancas and setting the stage yep. for exactly the the environment for Breaking Bad. We even understand why HHM isn't around in Breaking Bad at the end of this. And and I'll be honest, I thought that was the strongest scene of the entire episode was was Kim stepping up uh, with the believable like like oh. I mean, I don't know what I saw, but his head was down on the desk. It was brilliantly executed. They've set it up well by having Kim do similar things over the years. And it was a believable reason for Kim to say, I love you, but I can't be with you because I have become a monster. And I did that thing to her. And that was horrible. I bought all of that. And I thought that was good. Yeah. And and I, I, I mean, it, there there can be everyone is approaching the show in a different way. I, sure, sure. Uh, I, I, the, uh, the breakup scene, especially just, uh, I, I, I've been through a break. I, I, I separated from somebody very recently um, and that scene was yep. accurate. That scene this is was what I'm talking correct. about. We all bring different things that to a scene with a capital okay. C hold on. Correct. All, scene. Now, all of a sudden I just want to reset everything. Um, through that lens, I could understand that this yeah. would be a very powerful moment. Uh, yeah. it, uh, I will say this. This episode came up in my therapy last week. <laughs> I, had, no, that, I was like, that's totally <laughs> believable. Yeah. Uh, and, and a great example of how uh, I haven't broken up with anyone since the last century. So, yeah. So, that is that is going to be very distant and and the impact of that well i was watching it and i agreed i was like yeah this is this feels like a real breakup uh it's muted you don't throw plates uh and all of that it didn't hit me like that so so thank yeah. you for being willing to share that because it makes a lot of sense why you and a lot of other people out there who i think are probably in a similar situation really really praised that episode and that scene well, and and, and huh? uh at the risk of uh getting overly emotional, I, I could totally see that, like, there's an earnestness and an honesty to the very pragmatic reason that she's like, uh, when, when she says, uh, I can't be with you because I see, you know, who I become when I'm with you, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's very powerful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when that that last line that she gives of like i love you i love you too so what like god i was i'm also like, I, <laughs> am, am i wrong but is this like the first and only time we see what appears to be genuine uh uh, uh romantic love expressed between the two 
Certainly one of the only times they ever say love. The only time we see them really get intimate was at the end of the scam. We, yeah, before right, Howard we, see, we see them get it on. Right. But, but right, we but, but never see them say love, like, no, 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 I love yeah. you. Yeah, and this yeah. is a, a tender expression of that. Right. Yeah, they, they have showed that in small touches, things they do for each other. But they've never expressed it. I, 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 at least I can't remember it either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that you know that you're you're right because that's always been their dynamic is they are a very pragmatic relationship you know mm -hmm. they they live together they work with each other they work together on things uh, and presumably they, all they, of the other they things know that they click uh, uh, uh chemistry wise yeah mm -hmm. and it maybe it maybe it's also just a better show that we don't get the everyday lovey-dovey stuff Maybe it's a better yeah. show that we only see them as operators. Well, okay, so let me let me try this on for size then, because um, I think I could totally agree that you're right, that this is more special because of what it doesn't do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I, I could be on board for that. Yeah. Now, having said that, uh, uh, Tom... Uh, do you happen to be somebody uh, uh, who's been married for a very long time to someone? Yeah, it's funny you should you should bring that up. Uh, yeah, I've been married for um, uh, eight, 19 years yeah. to somebody. Yeah, because yeah. I was just thinking about how I had been married for 24 years and we're mm -hmm. about to hit 25. The silver oh. anniversary, they call it. Mm, so, yeah. So maybe. Because of the uh, silver in your hair. <laughs> That's why it's called that. You know what? Uh, uh, I'm back on Bryce's side, and I think you're a real piece of work, Tom. <laughs> work was not the the word you were looking for. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. You were saying uh, you and I have both been married a long time. Yeah. I was. Wasn't I? <laughs> It's and we're still incredibly <laughs> youthful nonetheless and no, therefore my, my 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 point being is that um uh when things are young and electric they probably land differently than when you uh uh are farther into your lifelong commitment to your love yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, uh and maybe that's part of why it landed a little bit different because like like i think both Bonnie and I were like, yeah, oh, goodness, yes, please, the two of you, get out of there. What are you doing? That's nothing good is going to come of this. Hmm. Which isn't, I mean, yeah. we've been watching this show for, what, six, seven plus years, however long it's been taking them to make it. But in the show, their relationship's only, what, a year or two old? Maybe they've only been true, married. Right, it's only a couple of years old. But, but, but they did get married. It's certainly guess, so. in those early electric days, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of at, at the risk of repeating myself. Uh, I watched that and distantly thought, oh, I remember what that was like. Not ouch, <laughs> you know, the whole different situation. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ouch, what did you guys think of the Nacho, uh, Nacho's dad and Mike conversation through the chain link fence? Uh, I'm not entirely sure who that was for. I feel like there's another piece of that that's going to fit in, that that was necessary. That was a setup for something else Mike's going to do. 
down the road because it, uh, it didn't feel like necessary for closure. Although I, I guess we've, we followed his dad so long and having his dad say, you're saying this for you, not for me. I'm the, I'm the real one left behind with the pain caused by what you all did is maybe that's point enough on its own to do that scene. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, if it was for Mike, then it seems beneath Mike because Mike, as I perceive him would be too badass to need this. Right. If it was for Nacho's dad, it seems beneath Nacho's dad because there was Mm. no surprise. Nacho's dad was like, yeah, I knew he was being a naughty boy uh, when I watched him. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so it, it, it's sweet, um, but but ultimately, I don't know what it gives us. I, I think I my my read on this would be that this is like the galvanization the galvanization of Mike. Right, we're seeing a lot of Mike's firsts. Uh, uh, just. Uh, uh, what a season or two ago when he shot the German uh, lead, that was like his first. That that was one of his first kills. That was before Mike was straight like, up murder. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think that there's some of that of just like this is him realizing, no, you can't go do this after the fact. You're you're gonna want to feel better about this because it's you know eating up on him. He can't watch the baseball game, but it's not. It just didn't make him feel better. Didn't make his dad feel better. Didn't bring Nacho back. And I think yeah. now he learned that lesson the hard way. Yeah, I, I do feel like they were trying to do a better version of, but that won't bring my son back without just having him say that. So I, I, I think that scene works in in achieving that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still, I still feel like I'd almost rather the time jump would have happened at the beginning of the next episode rather than it felt tacked on to show me that at the end of this episode somehow. Yeah. However, as, as always, they have enough credit where it's like, they can always surprise us next episode. And I wouldn't be the least bit, you know, surprised. Oh, fearless freep has a great point uh, in chat. Uh, Going back to Mike, uh, they say it's what finally breaks Mike to be a completely cold businessman. Uh, And, and yeah, you see him looking at the toys from, you know, for his daughter-in-law. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the time jump, here's my read on the time jump is that we're not going to pick up right after. We're not going to pick up that next episode. I think that was to let us know the bit of better call Saul that takes place before breaking bad is finished. Now we're letting you know, breaking Bad's going to happen and we're going to be running alongside breaking bad now. Or I, I think or, or we do another time jump. Yeah, we yeah. time jumped mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, and next, this this new episode, I I would bet starts again time jumped into the post Breaking Bad, just so that we can get right into it. So rather well, than we are do all of see that. Brian Cranston, which implies that we'll either see Breaking Bad era oh. or pre Breaking Bad era. Oh, that's true. But uh, so, how many more episodes do we have left? Uh, season- just four episodes left. So what they four told episodes me left. Uh, okay, give me give give me one in color. Give me three black and white, and I'll be very very happy. 
what if it's the black and white era, but it's not in vis- visually black and white? Uh, they've been pretty consistent about those rules, but but if but. they want if they want to break them, they can. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh. Well, let's wrap up so we can go watch the next episode and then wait a week to talk about it. That's Better Call Saul season four. Ooh, the gus scene just awesome. That oh, gus scene okay. was I'm amazing. Sorry. That gus scene was crazy. Really, really with good. With the wine. With the wine. Yeah. It does feel like they were showing us the one moment where Gus almost wanted to give up his life of crime. Not that he would, but yeah, toyed with the idea. Yeah. And it was great. It was it was great watching him flirt. Kind of flirt? Is he flirting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, this is the wine. Okay. He can pour me a glass, big boy. Uh, <laughs> that is Better Call Saul, episode nine.